This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Hey, folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, and I also have with me the man with all that money over in the vault still from Presidential Bank Mortgage. Terry Kernan. Hey, buddy. How we doing? All righty. We're doing good. We're doing good. We're deep into the market now. I think I feel like we're past the spring market, like summer market now. We're almost there. Yeah, we. it's like falling off the cliff. It's kind of like the rates transitioned us through the spring market in about two weeks. Yeah, seemed like it fast. But still, here are the numbers, guys. We want to share the current ones, and Terry and I are going to turn back the clock and give you a little update. We're going to take you back a few years ago. It's going to be fun for just a minute. So, all right, Teeth, um, we've got active homes 321. We've got 127 new construction, so that's down, mm-hmm. even a little lower than I thought. But 321 is the big number of total totals. Uh, the resales are just waiting, coming soon, 95. But the average price of the new construction, I want to I want to touch base on this. There were um, there's 72 detached single-family homes right now, 690 is the average sale price for detached in a townhouse is four seventy four. So that town, the, the single family one hasn't really changed a lot, but the townhouse ones is the the big one because that was at like four sixty. Now we're at like four seventy four is an average. So townhouses um, is like um, in the last I'd say three six months. It's kind of like that racehorse, the Preakness. Rich Strike is coming up, that, and it's that, in the townhouse the, division. That would be the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, that was amazing. So, <laughs> that was yeah. unbelievable. I still watch that thing and get chills, and I'm like, are you kidding me? You can't make this stuff up. I would have loved the better. In fact, it makes me want to get on to the Preakness coming up. I might get it. I might slip in the doors of do the it. Preakness, and I want to go see Rich Strike do it again. I think you'd fit in well in the infield there <laughs> with all the yeah. uh, college students. You don't know this, but I was actually <laughs> security one year. I actually did that, and if you don't know, my wife, was called up in a panic. I know this is not real estate related, but it's um, but it's a true story. My wife, uh, back when we lived in Owings Mills, real quick story. We uh, the girl we went to a church where the lady that was in charge of all the advertising marketing stuff for Pimlico, she called us the night before in a panic. The, they always have what's called the Maryland girl, and they wear the jockey that's the right. Maryland thing. And my wife was because she's so short and small and blonde and all this good stuff. So all of a sudden, Shannon got caught. We got caught the night before. She got to be the Maryland girl at the Preakness one year in the infield and getting pictures with all the billionaires on the horses. And I got to be right on the other side of the fence in the infield with all the crazy drunks and people. And I got to be in the security. And um, I was on the wrong side of the fence that day. <laughs> yes, you but were. But anyways, I got to go to P- Primago. I got to see it. And this time, I want to go see. Um, I want to go see this Richie Strike guy, man. But that's what townhouses are doing. Four hundred and seventy-four thousand average price on that um, that's a big number yeah it's gone up there's no doubt so it just like makes it like everything's unaffordable so what i did for fun terry is i wanted to see right now in real time what is the cheapest brand new thing you can have built in all of frederick county and to my surprise three bedroom two and a half bath townhouse over off mount phillips road and it's called west park village i don't know if you know where that's at they're building townhouses. Three sixty nine nine is the starting base price. You can actually get in one of these townhouses, brand new for three hundred seventy thousand dollars. Now, is there may, a staircase involved? I was going to say you what, got it right. Now, when we say base price? price, 
when we say base price, people have to know we're going to do a whole segment on new construction and things you got to pay attention to because we've done some of those together and I've helped, oh man, probably over 100 or 7,500 buyers do it. But the 370, hoping there's a staircase, hoping there's a toilet seat installed, hoping there's cabinet trim fixtures on the cabinet doors in your kitchen, um, you can get something for 370. You can do it. Good, good. Because All right. A buddy of mine from college, uh, Dan Donnelly, um, lives out in California, bought a house, new construction. And he said that uh, out there, the builders, uh, this is California, it's not Frederick County. But he said, um, like, the garage, they said, well, um, standard is one light on the garage. And Dan's like, well, you need two lights on the garage, you know. One on each side. Oh, on the outside of the garage. Right. So Dan, oh, Dan yes. said it would be like, Dan said it was like everything was an upgrade. And he's like, well, how can you not have like two lights standard? And they're going, well, because they're not. So so that's what you got to be looking for when, when dealing with the new construction. No doubt. And the thing I've always told buyers is on a, you know, on a new construction, the average we see, Terry, and I'm sure you see this, about $50,000 in options. So whatever the base price is, nine out of ten buyers are going to be in the fifty thousand dollars range of options, um, unless they just want a burger with just a bun and meat, and that's it. And it's you know, but yeah, we're going to cover all that stuff because man, is that important to know about? So good yeah. stuff. Um, pending under contract, eight hundred and sixty-six. So that's staying pretty good. In retrospect of the market, I was I was thinking that was going to dip below eight hundred, but we're getting there, I think. Um, remember though, a year ago, man, we were over a thousand. We had like eleven hundred on our contract pen at one point. So we're down about twenty twenty five percent in volume from that twenty percent in volume. Uh, sold in the last thirty days four hundred and twenty three with an average time of eleven days on the market. So, and our sold to list price ratio dipped a little bit. We're at one hundred three percent. So we went down a percent in the last week. And um, I don't. I, I just think buyers are changing. So there definitely, you go. Definitely. Before we go on talking about new construction is um, on Wednesday night, uh, the Frederick County um, building industry uh, had an unbelievable uh, awards banquet. Uh, it was over at Dutch's Daughter and um, uh, Sarah and Danny and Donna over at the association put on a fabulous event. It was wonderful. It was great to see people. It, it really was coming back since 2019. I mean, we had a little something, but it wasn't like what, this. What, like this? This feels like And it like was just a fantastic event. But mm-hmm. the thing that everybody was there was just positive. It wasn't about, oh, the rates are going up. And, this. Yeah. and the celebration and the awards just showed that the building industry is so strong, especially here in Frederick County. Yep. And we have a great association, a great network of builders, just a unbelievable event and thank you to uh to everybody at the association yeah they all do great over there so all right let's turn back to clock terry i'm going to set the platform for it and the reason why we did our inventory first is we're going to compare to today's numbers okay and let's go back to march 14th 2020 covid comes on the scene and uh that was the days that we had no idea what it meant to list a home for sale open all the doors, closets, cabinets, everything, so that buyers can come in and not touch nothing. We were providing masks and hand sanitizers and all this stuff. You know, we felt like we were Fort Detrick for a minute. Yes, yes, (laughs) very much so. All right, those were the fun times. And the sellers had to sanitize their home from top to bottom, and they were really freaked out. I mean, it was we were signing addendums and notices and saying, before you go, 
you know, are you sure you've had no signs of any illness and nothing? But the biggest thing for me I remember was taking buyers to see homes and taking off shoes and saying, don't touch a thing. In fact, don't even breathe if we can help it. You know what I mean? Like, to see how fast we can get in and get out of this place. So those were the moments of that if we look back and thank God those are gone. But here's what was happening in the market at that time. Terry, we had 658 homes for sale versus 321 now, which means our inventory was almost double at the time of COVID cranking up. 408 was the average price of those townhouses, though, so this is what I'm saying now at 474. 45 days on the market wow. was the average rather than right now at 12 days. So 45 wow. days. Now, that obviously was staying about that number because of the COVID. But as things got better, as interest rates came down, we saw the days on market come down because buyer demand went through the absolute roof. So um, and then uh, we saw, let's see, new homes was 137 then and it's 127 now. So that's that. Yep. It, and it always runs in that range. Coming soon, though, is 48. That's the big thing. Soon as COVID got cranked up, 48 coming soon, and we're at 95 now. So that was the difference. There were a lot of um, people that were just really nervous to, I mean, I remember sellers, they were just nervous to have buyers in. I mean, why, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know what somebody was going to bring in or what things would go. So that's pretty interesting to turn back the clock on some of that kind of stuff. 685 pending. Here's the difference. 685 were pending its time. Um, and then uh, pending, and then with a kick out. So it was actually about the same. I'm sorry, 685 plus the 172. So we had about the same number as under contract, but we had double the inventory. But we only had uh, three, we only had about 400, a um, little over, probably at the time, it was 350, 400 homes that were sold in the past um, 30 days. And so we were seeing that number pretty much lower and all that. So 13 homes a day was coming on the market. And that's kind of the different numbers of that. So, and then now you get to share about interest rates. What was the difference? Because we know what today's is. But I'm going to let you do the rundown on interest rates, what's changed, and why that's affecting things now. So last week when I talked, Darren, I talked about this week was going to be a big week with the consumer price index and the producer price index. If they go above these numbers, you know, what's going on? Basically, what we're taking a look at is the numbers came out pretty much a little hotter than they were, and, and the word that they used was uh, that the inflation numbers came in a little hotter than expected or that they wanted. So basically, we did not see anything that says inflation is is lightening up. So does that mean that rates are going to continue to go up? It means that they're going to continue to not go down, okay? If we can level out at some point, but that's what we're taking a look at. So the focus that so many people are focusing on now, especially the people that are looking for a house and that have been looking for the last three months, four months, five months, and can't seem to find anything or win a deal, is now they're like, I've got to get something right now before the rates go above 6%. Right now, they're in the 5.5% range, okay? Can they go up? They will possibly continue, but the numbers for the PPI and the CPI basically show that that inflation is still running at a 40-year high. It is still, uh, it's 11% higher than it was last year, okay? And basically, we're coming in with these numbers. So rates are not going to come down. So what I want to kind of share was people are panicking about the rates. Uh, I had somebody say to me this morning, um, I mean, not this morning, um, a couple days ago, I was at the uh, mortgage convention. 
okay, down at the MGM. There was a mortgage convention, so I saw a lot of people that I started in the business with in 86. Wow. And we were a lot more calm about what's going on because we've been through the cycle. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting in talking to guys that I started with back in the 80s. You know, we were kind of relaxed about the rates and chuckling about when we got in the business. And then there was a couple of young guys I was talking to, and they were like, well, should we go out look for another jobs? Because <laughs> the rates are going up. And I said, uh, no, no. well, I said, let me tell you a little bit. So what I did was I pulled up some information. Basically, what I've talked about is the last 50 years, the average rate 7.08%. Yep. Today, it's 5.5%. So it's a bargain from what it was. So I pulled the average, or not the, yeah, I pulled the average rate for every single month for every year for the last 50 years. Since I was born, 1971. Since you were born. That's what I'm so talking So tell me about. what month you were born in, um, September? September, yeah. Okay. September 7, 71. September 7, 71. So Interest we're rates look at, were, I'm going to guess, probably 9.5%. I'm going to guess 7 and a quarter because that's when my mom bought her house. Oh, and wow. And she had 7 and a quarter. We bought our house in October, and I was 10 years old, and my mom bought her first house. It was awesome. And she was 1971, April, September, 7.7%. 7.7. All the sevens. Perfect. That's it. Perfect numbers. All right. So anybody getting under 7.7, you're doing good since I've been born. So let's take a look (laughs) at some of these numbers, okay? All right. So... Sevens were pretty much the norm in the 70s. They did start to go up at the late 70s. Okay. We went 8%, 9%, okay? 1977, we're up to 9%, okay? What's going on in... In the 80s, guys, by the way, is when housing really, the prices of value started to really kind of crank up pretty good was in the 80s, Yeah, if I remember right. That was kind of, that was a big boom. Big boom in the 80s, and in the early 90s, we hit a little hiccup recession, and it took quite a while from 92 all the way till 99 before the market started taking off pretty good again. Yeah. So let's talk about the panic button that people are trying to hit with rates. Yep. Okay. Don't hit the panic button. Five and a half. Still a good, strong rate. I've been basically saying to everybody that asks, when do you think rates will come down, if they'll come down? And I always say it's going to be the presidential election year. Okay, I've said it on the show a ton of times, but this kind of helps validate what we're taking a look at. As long as they've been tracking this, the only year that rates were going up during a presidential election year was 1980, okay? Basically, let's take a look at 1980. You had 1980. In January, rates were at 12.8%. They went to 13% February, 15% in March. April was 16%. Then it dropped a little bit to 14%. So basically in 1980, at election time, rates were at 14%. Okay? Right. 14% 14% in 1980, that's the reason or one of the reasons that Jimmy Carter was defeated is because the rates were going up, in my opinion. Every other presidential election year, rates are generally coming down, okay? So let's take a look at – so what I tell people is within the next two years, rates are going to come back. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah, we're going to well, be at 4% or less. Things are going to get back to – Normal, but as you can see, normal for us today is not normal for what it has been over the last fifteen years, fifty years. Fifty years, right? So, in 
in 81, rates continued to go up. We were at 18.45% in October of 81, okay? 82, we started to see them come down, okay? So basically, in 82, they came down a little bit. In 80, well, they went up in January. There were 17% in 82. But in 84, rates had gone from 18% back down to 13%, okay? So rates were starting to come down. So rates did come down. So there's a pattern there that we've seen every presidential election year except 1980. So don't panic yet, okay? We're going to see the rates come down. I truly, truly, truly believe that. We're going to see them get back to normal a little bit. But basically, let's go to 1986, a young guy selling copiers named Terry Kernan decided to <laughs> quit selling copiers and get into the selling money business. I got in the day I got into the business, it was 10.5%. Ooh, right on the edge of single digits. After training, my first loan I did was at 9.5% in nice. like September or October of that year. So rates were coming down in 86. So it's not that bad, okay? 5.5% right. is not bad. We can look at refinancing. Everything I think is going to be good, but that's kind of what we've got. There you go. That's a good history lesson. That's what we wanted to share so that it puts it in really good perspective, definitely. So thanks for doing that. So, all right, let's get into the biggest changes here in the next segment here that we're seeing. Uh, Terry, in the last week, sellers... Here's the deal, man. They know that rates are higher, and they understand it's going to cost you know buyers a little bit more with mortgage payments and all that. But they're not aware of how this is affecting the future pricing strategies. And so I've been sitting down with um, I had a couple listings this week. One of them over a million dollars, high end stuff, and and some others, and three of them this week. And been talking kind of um, you know with the questions that asked the sellers like, what do you know? What do you know? What's happened? What have you heard? What do you think's happening now? And what do you think's going to happen in the future? So we always like to have those things and greatest concern questions and things like that because I want to know what they're thinking and what their expectations are. Um, and this is what I mean that you know they they're realizing that with what's going on is that you know buyers are not as aggressive at all. They're kind of hearing that things have changed a little bit and things like that. They know things have slowed down a bit. Um, and I tell them, like, you're not going to feel, we're not going to really feel any negative effects until the big thing is really no offers. Like, like because right now it's just little tiny shifts and changes. But I said, if you go to your home on a market, not so much like a million-dollar home because that market is more in the, you know, 30, 35-day, depending on where it is, maybe 40-day range or more in days of market. Um, but I was saying how no offers, two to three weeks, that is when panic sets in right now in the current state of being. So, you know, and this is the thing. They're going to blame it on the agents. The first sign will be when you don't get an offer at all in, the, like, two weeks. You know, the first sign will be, Terry, that the agents, it's a lack of advertising. Lack of advertising. You're not getting out there enough. We're not doing enough open houses. That will be the first thing thinking in the buyer's mind of, well, well, that's my, that's what that's what it's going to take now. It's just more advertising because see, all this time that all of our neighbors and everybody else been getting multiple offers in two days and everybody's jumping over each other. Well, you don't have to market at all. Yes, you do. I do mm -hmm. the same whether it's three days on the market or thirty days on the market or whatever it is. You don't change that. Now everybody has different strategies, but this is the first flag, and I've already had a small tremor of that. That came up, especially after, you know, you used to have 50, 60 showings. 
No, it's either too high or there's some other variation. Now, the one I dealt with was a, was the deal with no lack of privacy, the deck we had to take off, this, that. So you had a couple of negative things versus some of the things that were more positive that the neighbors had and things like that. So condition and location make a huge, huge difference when evaluating price. You can have all the showings in the world, but if buyers are saying no thank you, price cures everything. But you have to pay attention to other factors than that. And so marketing, advertising, that's not necessarily um, a problem, but it could be depending on if you don't have a good plan in place with your agent. So uh, the next thing we're seeing is um, an example. So let me give you an example. Uh, a, Frederick, a Frederick County home, 500000 single family, great condition, hits the market in the first two weeks, gets 15 showings now instead of like 30 or 40 a month ago. And then after seven days, no offers, just a lot of action. And the seller says, hey, wait a minute. My neighbor, they, when they just sold, they got 40 showings and like five offers. What's going on here? So we're seeing the showings lessen over time. And then here's the thing. You keep marketing it. And finally, now, this is what we're seeing. After 10 or 14 days on the market, um, I said one offer. One offer comes in. And we as agents right now, we go, wow, that's great. I got an You got an offer. You got a great offer. Yeah. What do you our goal think? is to get an offer. Our, our goal is to get an offer. <laughs> After what, this is where we're at. This is, I'm talking to a lot of agents and they're going, yeah, three months ago, this house, I'm, I just got an offer. And I just got one. We would have had three, four, five, ten offers three months ago. There it is. It's not everybody dealing with it. But as the seller presents to the seller, we give them this one offer. This is what we need, right? And I'm glad. Why? It's full price. It's an as inspection with the purpose of the right to terminate. Strong financials, Terry, that you've already done with the buyer for this place. And they want to settle in 35 days. I present this to the seller. And what do you think is the new reaction than three or six months ago from sellers? Where are the other offers? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. That's the first thing. Wait a minute. Where's all the other offers? Are we getting more offers? Are they coming? What's going on here? That's the first. Wait a minute. The next one is, wait a second, not above the asking price? You mean uh, yes. it's an asking yes. price. <laughs> Darn yes. it. Why isn't it 50000 above? My neighbor got fifty above. Well, you should have sold six months ago. I, mean, I don't know. And then they're saying, what? They want an inspection? What? Not throwing out the appraisal? Wait a minute. Where's that under appraisal little doohickey thing you guys have mentioned? Um, then the buyer committing to bring in like what twenty thousand in cash if there's an appraisal issue. What no free rent back for two months? I can't like settle and stay here up to sixty days for free. Um, no free pizza and Starbucks coffee for the next year. This stinks. What kind of agent are you? That's it. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> We're like no, this isn't acceptable. We're thinking of almost rejecting this. Let's just and then it's the here it is ready Terry. Let's just wait for more offers because this isn't like what we thought was going to happen. Okay, I haven't had this yet, but I've heard of other agents already have had this. Okay. I sat at a million-dollar listing this week, and guess what I said to them? I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen today if we put your home on the market. And I'm pretty much able to – and this is – and this, and then I'm able to predict in 30 or 60 days – what's going to change and what's going to happen. They were all in. They said they interviewed four other agents. They said, Darren, no other agent went through all of that kind of educational stuff with us. 
Because mm-hmm. it's important. It's, this is why people are getting what they're getting because they're not informed in real time of what's happening. So this is this is real important. So that's that's the big things that are going on there. Um, so in this with these uh, and then and then the the buyers. I'm going to get on the buyer side here real quick. So um, so what I want to say is those days are gone, guys. These two listening three offers. I wrote three offers this week. This is what the buyers are doing. You ready? Here's what the buyers are doing. All right, I wrote three offers this week. One of them refuses to write an offer on any home that has a multiple offer situation. They won't even comp- Nope, I want to be the only offer. Wow. <laughs> Sellers need to know this. There are buyers out there that have this mindset. I haven't now. heard that, but that's I got okay. one. Okay. Now now the other two are fine to compete, okay? Um anyways, have two, let, quick question. Yeah. The, the the people that basically said we will not offer, have they offered on any other homes? Yeah, we did, homes? and there were no other offers. That's why they offered. That's why they offered. Yep, we were in the first day, uh, 24 hours. They had like five showings, whatever the agent said. And I asked them, I said, do you have any offers in hand? They said, nope. I said, good, we're the first and only. Okay. I said, are you presenting tonight or in three hours, right? So here's the thing. We got three more minutes. So one of them refuses. Two of them are fine with competing, but one of them will not go above the asking price more than five or 10000 and the other will not go above more than 3 or 4%, which used to be 7% plus over asking price. Okay. There's the attitude of the buyers. Two of them want a home inspection, and the other one said, if the condition's great, Darren, I'm good with not doing one, just doing as is. None here. So there's the big change. None of them will do an underappraisal addendum in willing to bring additional cash or throw out the financing contingency. And none of them are in a position that they want to give free rent back to the sellers. Interesting. There is the buyer's positions that I'm working with right now. I also talked to some agents. The tide is going out. So what do you think of that? What do you think of my buyer's stance in the market right now? Are you surprised? Buyers have been pushed and beaten up uh, a lot over the last two years, year and a half, really. And the frustration for buyers on the whole, I think we're going to start to see coming out more and more in exactly what you just said, where they're starting to feel like I've been bullied enough. I'm done bullying. It's time for me to take a stance here and stand up for what I believe should be the thing. Now, if a buyer is a seller turning, he's going to sell a house and then buy a new house. Well, that's a different world. That's a different world because you're on both sides. But somebody that doesn't own a home now, that's coming into the market, that has gotten ding, dinged up, I think we're going to start to see it because we're telling people, well, you got a you got an interest rate of five and a half percent now that you got to deal with. Uh-huh. And I know I said that I can refinance you in in thirty months, you know, eighteen to thirty months, but you still have to, you know, pay that higher payment. And so people, I have a lot of people that are just losing interest. And yeah. it's not like it was literally 30, 60 days ago. And I think that's going to carry, you know, it's going to carry into the seller side. So what you're seeing is exactly what I'm expecting to see yep. more and more. 
is the buyers kind of saying, wait a minute. But this isn't the time to lose interest, boys and girls. This is the time to get on the field. All of them, Terry, have the attitude of, like, we're willing to wait. Like, well, the right one happens. We're good. All that kind of thing. So what does this mean for buyers? They're just being very cautious. Sellers, you got to be aware of this stuff. Um, they're wondering when will the market go flat or even drop some. Who knows? And then they're asking, what will the market look like in the next few months, a year, or this and that. So here's what we're going to do next week, Terry. You ready? We're going to talk about at what point will the sellers get insulted and mad about the shifting market? Because I haven't felt the insulted thing yet. I haven't felt a lot of this yet, the little tremors. But this is the thing we're going to pay attention to and uh, all that good stuff. So, all right, guys, have an awesome weekend out there. Happy selling and buying. And as you know, we are here for you. So take care. Thanks for tuning in to your Frank Real Estate Update. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244. 301-639-9244, or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at darrenahern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.